the perky grandma. She reported the first day of the workshop that she had been depressed since the accident. She had been hit by a car and knocked off her bike, breaking her nose and injuring her leg. Her eight-year-old grandson, who had been riding behind her, was hysterically yelling, You hit my grandma! You hit my grandma! When the police arrived, she had defended the driver. This did not surprise me, as we had worked before on her codependency, always feeling sorry for the underdog and putting others before herself. She saw that the young man was probably here illegally and tried to rescue him. When the police arrived, she took his side. Having repressed her anger, she was terrified to have the operation on her broken nose and lapsed into depression. She nevertheless had that operation, but was still suffering from residual pain, physical and emotional. She came into the center of the circle to explore all this, and I asked her to close her eyes, focus into her body, and tell me her sensations. She had a hard time with this task, and it was obvious that she was stuck in her thinking, still rationalizing the young man's actions and interrupting herself. This interrupting is typical of the personality structure I call the creative, who has a hard time staying focused. I usually work with an unconscious defense like this before I go on with a person, asking them to do what they are doing on purpose. This brings the behavior out of the unconscious where it is happening compulsively into the conscious choice. When the person acts out their compulsive behavior with awareness, the compulsion lets go for a while. Gradually using this technique again and again, the person becomes more and more aware, giving them freedom from the behavior, or in this case, an ability to be more focused. I gave her a rolled-up towel, asked her to squeeze it, and talked to the young driver. Again, she began to interrupt. I asked her to interrupt on purpose, to begin to squeeze the towel and then stop and tell me something. After doing this several times, her anger emerged. She told him she was angry that he had given false information to the police. I then asked her to say, you frightened my grandson. I often give a sentence to say as an experiment to see what changes in the body. The body being the mirror of the unconscious will often respond where the mind denies. She repeated the sentence. Suddenly she was very angry. Nobody scares my grandson, she screamed over and over. Soon she was also screaming, you broke my nose, you broke my nose. Having released the anger, she began breathing quietly with deep belly breaths. She looked soft, relaxed, and younger. The lines in her face evened out. She reported feeling good. The next morning, as we were relating how our evenings were spent, she told the group that her grandson had been over with her for the evening. She commented that at one point he had said, I've got my perky grandma back. This demonstrates how change can happen when an unconscious truth is spoken. In this case, nobody scares my grandson. You may have had the experience of feeling tingles when someone else 
says something that feels true to you, this is the same phenomenon 